Welcome back to Movie Reel. I'm Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Kevin Tracy. Hope you guys are having a fun day today, because I know I am. So, uh, we are beginning our, I thought to say our descent. Does that work? I don't yeah, know. Yeah, our, descent into sure. madness. <laughs> into uh, our new uh, themed month. It's going to be absurd April. And, yes, and uh, we, we, we've started off on some real, real good ones for this one. So before we dive in uh, to anybody who, who who saw this and thought this is the movie to start listening, uh, what do we do on this podcast, Kevin? Uh, well, we pretty much just pick movies at random and, and kind of talk about them and dissect them and kind of give a, our own kind of critical analysis of the movie and just kind of have a good time just kind of making fun of the absurdities of some of these movies and these movies are particularly absurd especially this one because we're starting off with a rager that came out not that long ago actually it came out in 2020 called psycho gorman uh so this you... this one kind of came out out of nowhere yeah you told me about this and i watched the trailer and i was like what the hell and i i will say even having seen the trailer i still felt very i mean i did watch the trailer a long time ago uh yeah but i there were so many things that i don't remember from the trailer i don't remember uh the little girl mimi being such a fucking little bitch i don't oh, remember yeah. she is fuck her like i was not she's just i thought worst. it was just like i thought it was just kind of little girl befriends like alien monster and makes which is what happens but like it's kind of it's like my it's the same issue i have with like bernadette on the big bang theory in the later seasons where okay yeah you have this short this short person the short woman she's like got this squeaky voice and the intention is to make her tough but tough turns into being a huge fucking bitch which is like no, and I don't find my parents find it funny. I'm like, it's not funny. Like, I, why would I ever want to hang out with this person? I hate this character. And then that's how I felt about Mimi, the girl. She was just the worst. She, br- she I was really like, was. She, Am she, I supposed to be rooting for her? Like, <laughs> I, I know. I was. I was kind of confused too. But uh, yeah, before we kind of jump into like the the character roast of Mimi, the the whole premise of this movie <laughs> yeah. is that um, this. These two siblings, a little girl and a little boy, uh, dig a hole in their backyard, or well, the little girl forces her little brother to to dig uh, her his own grave. If I'm remembering yeah, correctly, wait, she's wait, like trying yeah, to. So they're playing this game, uh, and the whole the joke of I mean, it's like a think of like a Calvin and Hobbes game. It's a game that's super confusing and makes no sense, but to these kids, it's makes perfect sense. It makes all the yeah. sense of the world. And it's, loser, it's like, it's it like, was... It's like, it's like kickball mixed with dodgeball, and you gotta do, like, random, like, jumping jacks and other physical exercise while trying not to get hit by a ball or something. It's like, uh, wi- the winner uh, is, what was like ch- champion of the universe, or ruler of the universe or something, and the loser has to... Uh, Dig their own grave, alive. yeah. So, so, and the so... brother's like, that seems fair! And then I thought it was just, like you know a joke but no they they finished the game and she's making him dig his own grave i'm like is she seriously gonna bury him alive is this just a why is he okay why are the parents okay with this like it, it like well, to okay, be I don't fair, wanna, the, yeah to i be don't want the mom's a lot more well-rounded than the dad the, the dad is kind of oh, useless in this movie um but yeah so so which, it, which yeah yeah so so in the process of making her little brother dig his own grave, they come across this gem that the little girl immediately takes for her own, and it turns out that that is connected to a, like, a casket or, or something that controls the ultimate evil in the universe that they then name Psycho Gorman because his name is an unintelligible, like, alien's scream or something like that it was Isn't it, it like the duke of nightmares or something? yeah it's like <laughs> he has like a bunch or, of like is it archduke or is it duke of nightmares or something something like that i it, it, it he basically yeah. just has like a bunch of like super evil like titles to his name because it's like i will eat your dreams and then harvest your soul 
else. It's just like, okay. <laughs> I just, I remember watching the trailer for this and showing this to like my mom and my sister. And it's like, okay, it was nice meeting you. It's like, it'd be better if you were dead. Okay, bye. <laughs> because yeah. when they, because <laughs> since this little girl has this gem, it's like the source of all of his powers. And therefore he has to obey whoever is holding the gem. And now the gem is in the is in possession of this like ten year old little girl who has no sense of like empathy like at all. No. She she is like like this little girl is going to grow up to be a serial killer or a sociopath. She was like I'm like, like is a she Wall Street to be like... executive. Yeah, I'm like, is she preparing to be like a mob boss? Like the way she treats everybody, including like. It's like, think of, like, Louise on Bob's Burgers on, like, steroids. Like, she she has some empathy and compassion and, like, is not, like, a shitty person. Like, like, Mimi is, I was just blown away by, like, the things she gets away with, the way she treats her brother. And I, like, okay, I appreciated it when she does eventually get called out on it. And she barely kind of realizes, okay, I was wrong. (laughs) like okay (laughs) sure uh but it it, this movie overall i thought so we in terms of like this i wouldn't say is a bad movie this is just a it's one of those just really random out there movies oh 100 it's supposed to be pure fun yeah it's like pure fun um the the, the movie it it, kind of has like the same kind of like vibe as like kung fury it's just balls to the wall yeah 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 intense crazy like nonsensical like action and visual spectacle because this movie like the characters are kind of meh like they're they're entertaining but like at times there's like oh i really want to punch this kid uh or the dad or or, like Mm -hmm. some of the other characters but like the visuals and like the special effects that they use in this movie blow me away and that's one of the reasons why i wanted to do this movie because oh the, yeah the the special effects are most i think all of them are mostly practical yeah, like and it, it looks great oh it's phenomenal yeah and that's one of the reasons why i want to do this because when i found out these the same guys who did this did a horror movie a, a little while back called the void which was another very uh heavy practical effects horror movie like set in like a, a hospital in like the middle of like nowhere, it that movie is like genuinely like kind of scary, and and yeah. I love horror movies and it's like oh this is kind of freaky and there's like a lot of like very heavy like practical effects and like body horror like akin to like the thing like John Carpenter's original the thing, and it's like this is really good and when I found out it's like wait this these guys made another movie oh I gotta check this out and I saw the trailers like what the hell is this? I need to watch this right now. Because this is something, like, mixed with, like, E.T., Mac and Me, and, like, I kind of picked up, like, Lilo a little... I was going to say, like, Power Rangers a little bit, too. Oh, yeah. Because, okay, like, the yeah, big, yeah. like, bulking monster suits, and every time, like, someone gets punched, just sparks shoot out of them. I never it, understood so, that. <laughs> yeah. But, like, unlike E.T. or or... I said like Lilo and Stitch of like family that like in a sense adopts this weird monster alien. Thing. Yeah, this killing machine. I, I was so like at first I was just unclear. I'm like, who am I supposed to be rooting for? I mean, I know I'm is it supposed to be Psycho Gorman? Because I felt like it became clear, obviously, like as you watch it, like, oh, he is yeah, he he needs to lose. He's he's evil and it's going to like destroy the galaxy and all this. And which is, which is also the joke, but he doesn't. And I thought maybe it was going to be like, Oh, he's going to change and like grow to like love Mimi and love the family, whatever. And he, I mean, he, she, he definitely grows to respect me. Yeah. Really he, <laughs> he, he respects but, her as like a mutualist. Like you are as ruthless as the warlords of the moon that I, of the blood moon that I butchered. It's like, but uh i think i was just because there's like the like the council yeah 
basically they're like, okay, we gotta destroy Psycho Gorman. And I thought he, I was, I thought it was like the opposite. I thought it was like they're the bad guys. No, <laughs> they're the good guys. Psycho Gorman is really bad, and he's. And then like the end of the movie, he like you know survives. And then goes it on just, a, like, comes to him, like, going and destroying... He like, goes on a rampage, just, like... But he, like, promises to, like, leave Mimi's family alone, or something like that. But I did, like... Okay, I liked... I laughed, but also, what the fuck, Mimi, at the scene where, uh... She's like, if I give you the gem, or if I... Whatever, will you promise to, um... You promise to not kill me, or end my family? And the dad's like, what about the rest of the world? You didn't say anything about that. She's like, oh. And it just keeps going, like, what? <laughs> oh, she's like, uh, oops. And he's like, uh, yeah, oops. And I'm like, oh, okay, so we're just not gonna add that, tag that on to yeah. um, I, the I, immunity I, al- thing, I also but... like that it was kind of, like, ambiguous on, like, the council. It was like, should we be rooting for these guys? Because, like, there were, like, multiple times and, like, instances in, like, Psycho Gorman's story of, like, saying that, like, oh, yeah, like, it's, like, ruled by, like, this, like, heavily religious like order that like enslaved me like millennia ago before i got my powers mm-hmm. and, and butchered countless yeah. moons and and planets and later on when's like oh the ultimate evil has been released like what do we do it's like oh we'll send uh we'll send uh an angel to to go get them and the angel just like kidnaps a random person and just crushes them into a cube and just turns into that human it's like <laughs> Are we supposed to be rooting for these guys? They just murdered someone that was out of what nowhere. I that was just what I, I didn't understand. And then later, um, she she shows up at like the police station looking for Psycho Gorman, and then she shows up at the family's house, and the mom is like, like everybody, like get out of the car and like and whatever, just come inside. And they, you know, don't uh, Mimi and the dad don't listen. And it's supposed to be this moment where I'm like. I ordinarily would be like, yeah, don't, don't do it. Don't do it. But in this instant, I was like, mainly it's because I just hated me yeah. so much. I like, and, uh, like I liked the brother, the, I mean, we'll talk about the, the parents later, but I, I was just like, yeah, I'm like, who am I supposed to root for? Who was on the, and it wasn't until like the very end. I'm like, oh yeah. Okay. So we, I mean, we're rooting for psycho Gorman, but. We yeah. Be. So so let, let's kind of jump it like right into it. So like, what did you yeah. actually think of the character Psycho Gorman? Um, he. I mean, he himself was entertaining because, like, you know, he's this he's this like psycho alien monster like super villain essentially. Uh. And he like obviously doesn't fit in with this world. Oh, no, um, not at all. As, and being forced, actually, think of it like uh, in the there's that episode of SpongeBob where they're trying to teach Man Ray to be good. Oh my god, that fits have, so like, well for this movie. <laughs> and they have like, was it like the like belt on him that make like? Oh yeah, the, like, the it tickles him. Yeah, or makes yeah, him laugh yeah, or yeah, something? tickles him. And then, like, later he goes, he's free and he's going to do bad stuff and he can't because every time he does, he still, like, is laughing even though the belt's gone. Like, that is, it's essentially that, like, this, this, uh, evil person is being controlled by these, this, like, really immature person. Except in this case, like, she's not trying to make him a better person. She's just like, oh, this is fun. It's like, hey, you're my, you're my pet. (laughs) You're my pet psycho Gorman. Um, but I also kind of felt like, I think it was more like ha- about halfway through the movie, uh, it's like the day kind of where everything goes down and her and her brother and the, the cop that he like defaced and oh, yeah, Michael Gorman the, the zombie are, like, cop. <laughs> are like walking through the woods and all of the, uh, like other, the creatures show up to like kill Psycho Yeah, Gorman his and- like, his like former generals. And he basically says, like, no, kill them, kids, I don't really care. And I'm kind of like, aren't, by this point, shouldn't he be showing kind of some empathy? Like, he still, it's not until they save, they don't hand him over to the, uh, Pandora, 
Is that her name? Yeah, I think so. Until it, it isn't until that moment do it does he actually like seem to change and be like a, a he yeah he he's like showing like interest and like oh he actually doesn't necessarily want them to die and I think <laughs> it was just he just wasn't he was more just he did not obviously want to be under the control of this kid, but he was just dealing with it. And then he kind of snaps. And then like, he, it just, I just felt like he wasn't changing as much as I would have liked him. to. Yeah. But then also that was kind of the point. I mean, he's, he's like, he's a yeah. And he's also <laughs> yeah. like centuries old. Like he's been buried for, for all. I don't even remember how long it says that he was buried, but he was buried for an insanely long time. And he's like, millennia old and he's nigh unkillable and has power that like pretty much he can do whatever you can imagine he has essentially got the powers of like some like twisted god like he can he can turn your entire innards and your spine into a sword which he does at the end um he Mm. he like has he like eats one of his former generals who this makes me laugh. His his former general is named Darkscream, and he straight sounds like Starscream from Transformers, and that made me laugh so much. It's like, wow, you have that like same kind yeah. of like snivelly, kind of like whiny voice like Starscream, and it's like, oh, Darkscream. God, you can make it. Like, of course, your name is Darkscream. That is way too perfect. All right. Uh, <laughs> Yeah. I also just I really like the 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 costume for for Psycho Gorman. Like that thing held up oh, yeah. so well yeah. throughout the entire movie and I like all the abuse that it goes through throughout this movie of him like running around and, just, and all the the erratic movements. Um and he's dressed at one point. It's a guy in a costume then wearing more clothes. He's clothes, and he's dressed as uh, Doctor. Yeah, Grant Sam Neil. <laughs> he's dressed like Sam Neil. <laughs> the hat. He's got the ascot and the shirt. <laughs> he even has like the the aviator glasses and everything. Oh yeah, it's so funny, and it makes no sense why they decided to dress him up like that. Because they have like this whole like montage of like let's hang out with Psycho Gorman, and they take him to like a a, a clothing store, and he's like they they do the whole thing of like him coming out of like a a changing room and like the Mimi and her mom are like mm, no next and and doing the whole yeah and like okay so the mom because when they first see him they obviously like a normal parent freak out and she comes running out with a bat like stay away from my kids and then the dad comes running out going no my lucky bat <laughs> it's like what yes priorities um, but they're obviously not thrilled with him and they i don't know it's just they also just it just really pissed me off that they just let mimi get away with everything and she they just totally enabled her and like she brings home this like her psycho gorman shows up and she's like no don't kill them don't don't kill my parents mom dad is psycho and it's it was just so like i by this point i'm like do they think their daughter is just insane? Like, I mean, do they are they concerned that they have to like get her? Like, like I was just kind of I want to know, and obviously we do know what they think of her because later the dad says like when she says I'm scared, I don't know what to do, and he's like that's not true, like you're not scared of anything, and that should have been like a sweet moment, but again I hate her, so I was yeah. like it's like there's there's no there's just, no I just found it so... yeah. Well, it it also kind of got to a point where it's like, well, we kind of can't tell her what to do because uh, she has a. Uh, uh, sorry, I'm trying not to sneeze. She has a nigh unkillable like warlord god in our backyard that she can control and have him do whatever whatever she wants. If we tell her no, what the hell is she gonna make this thing do? She literally had him turn her best friend into a giant walking brain with like tentacle arms. Like I don't want to know I what know, she's going to do like, loving, like, to us, her loving parents. And that just was like she had him. She had Psycho Gorman turn Alistair is the uh, the friend into like it's like a brain with like tentacles, and she just was like mad because she wanted to play with him, but he wanted to play video games with Luke. 
he's entitled to. He can have two yeah. friends, and he can have two inter- like. And then because he's being a dingus is what she says. I think. Uh, he, uh, Psycho Gorman, Gorman turns him into like the brain thing, and then he's like that for the rest of the movie. And I was waiting for Alistair to be like, "Are you?" And largely, like, he's like, "Am I ever going to be normal again?" She's like, hmm, "Probably not." It's like you know. You could tell Psycho Gorman to turn him back. Exactly. Like, and it, why is no one saying that? Like, and it, it just, I, I was just like, he's just like that for the rest of the movie. I, I, I like the that. End he, credits. Yeah. yeah at yeah. the end credits, he's having dinner with his parents and it's just him still as a brain. Oh my God. Um, but. I do think, but I did, one thing I did appreciate about Mimi, though, was that she is obviously this, like, you know, psychopath, but she, I love how she's, like, she's dressed, like, she has, wears pigtails and braids and wears, like, a lot of pink and wears, like, her little rain boots and, like, her, like, her room is very girly, but she is not like that at all. I kind I like it because it kind of you know breaks that stereotype of just because you are a girly girl doesn't necessarily mean you're innocent. You know, it, 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 yeah, exactly. I kind of like yeah, uh, uh, stereotype yeah. breaking. I, I I do like the um, scene where like Psycho Gorman is just like, uh, he like invades the brother's dream to like try to like i need you to steal the gem of paraxis for me and i promise you that your that that mimi's hold on you will end you must stand up to her it's like but i can't she's my sister it's like she literally almost had me kill you in the woods today it was a joke was it <laughs> i met my my I, hand I know, my I, hand was yeah. around her neck i could have killed you in an instant you you would have ceased to exist and she wanted to make you laugh that was not funny. I'm a I'm a <laughs> I'm a die unkillable god. I don't think that's funny. Basically, Mimi and her relationship with her so Lucas, her brother, their relationship is kind of like she's the evil, like she's like a, the evil witch or the evil villain, and Luke's just like the sidekick that she obviously cares about but acts like she doesn't. Basically, yeah, so I, f- I feel like that's Gorman, a fair, fair assessment. Do all of his like. And, uh, you know, and, um, she, I do love that scene though, because he says like, she basically is always putting when she's always putting herself in front of everybody. When is she going to, what if it's like, if it's like a life or death situation, how do you actually, uh, what was the line? I should have written it down, but he said something kind of like, uh, Psycho Gorman was saying to Luke, like, you know, okay you would do that for her but would she really do that for you would she put her life ahead of yours and i'm like yeah no she would not i and then i uh in the very beginning they have the kids like ask the parents because they just discovered like the gem and they're like are monsters real and they're like and the dad's being very philosophical like well no uh, actually people are really monsters and at the end at the end where like basically the mom uh luke luke kind of obviously as anybody would just like was so done with Mimi that he joins the mom and Pandora and the dad is with Mimi and Psycho Gorman. And they're like f- all fighting later. And she's like, what was she holding in her hand? Was she like about to I, kill I, She Luke? had like a, like a plank of wood or something. She was basically like about to like bash his head in. It seemed like. And he basically is like, yeah, dad's right. There are, we are the monsters. There are <laughs> monsters and you're one of them. And I'm like, yeah, good for you. Like, I just, I found Luke obviously very relatable, and I found Mimi just, it wasn't even just, like, like older sibling, or she's a younger sibling. It wasn't even just, like, sibling who's being a jerk. It's, like, she's so rude to him. All, like, they're uh, eating lunch one day, and she just grabs his, like, plate with his fries. He's like, I was going to eat that. And she's like, I think you've had enough fatty or something. I'm like, what the like it's not even just that she's just she's like verbally abusive to him when it's uncalled for and i i just obviously i just i hate these kind of characters so she was pissing me off right from the start i didn't understand what her problem was or why she it's there's that fine line between being tough and being 
mean. And she was not, she was a truly, she was truly a mean person. Yeah, she, she, she had zero so, redeeming qualities in this uh, entire movie. It wasn't until maybe the end where basically Luke, she was like, Luke, give me the gem. And she's like, he's like, why? Like, you're, you treat me horribly. I do all this stuff for you. You treat me horribly and never, you never, ever apologize. And then she's like, I'm not going to say it. And then they I guess they talk yeah. about Morse code. They like knock through the walls. And she like knocks like I'm sorry, um, which I'm like okay, that's cute, and <laughs> you're still terrible, but that's that's nice. Um, but actually, at the very beginning, they were doing Morse code through the wall, and then their mom like I was like, isn't their mom gonna hear them knocking? Just like there's that's not yeah, it's quiet. like go to bed. And then she starts knocking north. I remember my sister and I, our beds were on the same like wall, and we were just like. Not even, not Morse code, just, like, knocking on it just to, like, like, aha, I can hear you. And our mom, like, was, like, go to sleep. Like, <laughs> she, like, was, like, stop it. And so I'm, like, they're going to hear you. And they did. The parents totally heard. That's that's really funny. Um, we to talk about the parents. <laughs> yeah, the parents. Um, so, um, so the dad is, he, he's kind of, like, one of those, like, sitcom dads. He, he kind of had, like, that sitcom dad energy of just kind of being kind of, like, He's just kind of there to kind of be like the the buddy rather than the actual parent, and and kind of was like one of the. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was one of the reasons why Mimi was the wager that she was because it's like, oh wow, that's super fun. Like he he was like saying that like all of her jokes were funny, and this is a really cool game, and she's so smart. He was just praising his kids for for everything that they did, and just tried being like their friend, and didn't really be their parent whereas the mom was yeah. like okay so you're the actual one wearing the pants around here and but so about like more than half through the movie the i don't for, i forgot how did the dad hurt his hand uh oh Not the very yeah. end he like I, oh like he, halfway he, through he, like, he's picks up the shovel in like the beginning of the movie and it's like ooh ow i sprained my i sprained my hand and it's like oh total drama kings it up and later on he like shows up so, okay, like, okay, he's yeah, yeah. Cast. did he actually hurt himself what the hell <laughs> he literally just touched the shovel i thought he was i th- that's yeah. what that was i thought he was just like yeah like being a like being dramatic and like it trying to get out of yeah. filling the hole which because they dug yeah, this huge they, hole, they, and they're like, yeah, they made, fill it. yeah, maybe made yeah. Luke dig this giant hole for for his graves. Like, why, why did you make him dig such a big hole? <laughs> that, that was so unnecessary. But yeah, yeah, he just he just um, yeah he just milks like a, that injury and just like wears like a, yeah. like a like a brace on his arm uh, for like the majority of the movie. And then at the very end, yeah, like actually, like for real, breaks his arm. But there's a scene, like a little more than halfway through, where he basically is like, you know, uh, I think I'm gonna take off work, so because of my hand, and like, oh, he got a new TV, and then he's not gonna go to work anymore for at least for a little bit because of his hand. And the mom just kind of snaps and saying like. You're so lazy. I'm so sick of you looking for any excuse not to work. You don't do anything around here. And and at first, I thought the fight itself just came out of nowhere. Because I I agree that looking back, I'm like, yeah, he is clearly just the one that's there. Yeah. The mom's doing all the work. But she didn't... Other than, like, okay, the microwave was all gross because he heated up food. And, like, little things. For the most part, she didn't really seem to have a problem with it. And then she just suddenly did. I thought the fight itself was random, but it then, and then I'm like, is this just so that they have some conflict between them? Which I think that kind of was the case. It just should have been a little more prominent. I, I felt like it was, but, it was uh, like a, a fairly like, I do love, like small things build up, and like there was enough evidence to say that like, oh, there's this has clearly been a problem for a while, and it's just now it's reaches boiling point. Yeah, but it's she, her. Re, she didn't really seem to have reactions to it. That made me, that indicated to me that she really cared. That was really, it was more if if she showed some frustration and just didn't express it to him, that would have been one thing. But I felt like we didn't even really get that. 
So the fight itself, when I saw it, I was like, what? This is random. And then, like, thinking back, I'm like, okay, yeah. he is very lazy, but uh, we just weren't really seeing her side of things as, as much. Um, but, <laughs> like, I the scene following the fight, he, I was like, I just didn't understand. Like, why does this have to happen? And it obviously is there to create conflict between the parents for, like, the fight that's coming later. But they have their argument. He's then in the bathroom. And during this, t- during this time... Uh, this is when Psycho Gorman and the kids are like out in the middle of the woods, and Psycho Gorman his, gets his, hurt like, by like generals, the, and then he his, eviscerates them. Yeah, and he's really injured, and they're like, "We okay, he's dying." They got a call for help, and so he just like appears to the dad at, at, while the dad's in the bathroom. And then just saying, like, I need help, I'm her. And then he goes away. What? Where are you? And then, like, just com- keeps coming back <laughs> yeah, and feeding him information. It... And that I thought was funny. Like, the, the humor, yeah. the comedy in this is really great. Like, during that fight scene with uh, Psycho Gorman and his generals, the kids are just standing there, like, eating. Yeah, they're, they're eating, like, some, like, like cheese balls. It's like, like, are you going to say you're sorry? I'll tell, them, I'll tell you you can fight back if you say you're sorry. It's like... Never, I will never bend the knee to you, Mimi. <laughs> and then he's just getting carb stomped by his generals. Um, but <laughs> but yeah, it's the comedy was really great. Like, uh, I think you said it before. Like, they introduce Alistair yeah. to him, and be, they're like, "Okay, it'd be it was better nice meeting if you, were you dead. when he's like, leaving." Okay, and he's like, bye. <laughs> it was just so good. Like that, I thought was great. I thought. It's it's the type of comedy. It's one of those things like when you're making like a horror movie or an action movie, and there's places to put comedy. They actually they went through with it as opposed to just like a tiny little bit of comic relief. Like no, these are really crafted jokes to make this movie. Yeah, it, whole it, movie a comedy. And I thought it was, that, I thought it was that really was good. Really well I also like when he like first shows up to their house. Like, how huh, what took you so long to get here? It's like. Well, I got lost along the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's like, I could smell the gym of Paraxis yeah. and your your uh, your general discontent for me uh, a mile away. And also, I got lost. <laughs> um, I One reason, though, I was actually, I was excited to watch this movie was I found out... Um, so you had brought it up. You had shown me, like, told me about this movie. I then found out uh, one of, like, a, a podcaster that I listen to, I guess, has, like, a bit role in it. He's one of the, like, I think he's the member on the council, like, who's got, like, the brain, the, like, the see-through okay. like, the brain that we can see, like, within the glass. And I, but I'm like, and I was like listening. I'm like, who? I know I'm. It's just one of the members people. of the council. And I'm listening, and I'm like, I can't. It's one of the members, and I'm like, I looked it up. I'm pretty sure it's the guy with the brain, but I'm like, I it was it was like there was somebody else. I'm like, is this him? This doesn't sound like him, and this guy barely talks, so I'm pretty sure it's him. But I was like, oh, hot well, person. That's funny. Um, because this is a very there's not this is not like a A-list yeah no it, 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 it's very I actually film. like looked it up because like this movie's like pretty good, but it, like I I genuinely didn't really hear about it until like after it came out uh so yeah the the budget that this thing had it yeah. this was made in canada so the i don't i don't know what uh the the transition from canadian dollars to american dollars is but uh in canada it was 1.5 million dollars to make and it grossed 92,982 dollars worldwide yeah, oh, wow. that's kind of disappointing because this is actually a really fun movie. Huh. Yeah, um, that's a... I mean, to be fair, this only came out in January of this year. I thought it was twenty. According to IMDb, it came out of in January of this year. I think I think that I think oh, that was when well... it was theatrically released. I think this like had like a like a small um. Uh, uh, circuit through like film film festivals, and that's where they kind of yeah. like drummed up some buzz for it. But for the most part, it was 
this movie is like kind of unseen by like everyone. Like I, I did not know about this movie until after it came out. Like I did not know that this was a movie that was being made or, or anything like that. This and overall, this movie is like we said. This is a movie that is about just it's it's pure fun, and I think it's it's not trying to. Other than it's, it is definitely trying to be like one of those kind of. It's not like Velocipaster was like intentionally bad, like slash trying to, you know, you know, slash being a fun movie. Like this was just it just yeah. kind of was, and I feel like um, I I think it's very good for what it is, and that it like yeah there were certain I did think that uh. Because it's like about it's like an hour and a half, something like that. And I did feel that some stuff was kind of rushed and to kind of move the plot forward, uh, particularly in the beginning. But overall, I thought like, especially particularly at the end, I thought it is like this is a pretty solid independent like sci-fi like family movie horror like almost i guess family? It, it, this movie, movie is just like, kind of like a hodgepodge of like so many different genres that it's kind of hard to like place it in like any one particular thing like there are definitely like some like horror like body horror like elements there's some like wholesome family content and then there's like some like fight scenes like akin to like an old power rangers like cartoon or, or episode and it it just it's really hard to like fully like categorize this in any one uh, uh genre or, yeah. or category. There there is one scene I thought was it was it was definitely meant to it was definitely meant to be a joke, but it was kind of it is like messed up when you think about it. It's the scene where the kids are trying to show Psycho Gorman how to play their game, and then the cops show up like freaked out by Psycho Gorman and like get away from the kids. And first of all, this Psycho Gorman has been walking all over town. It's like, and clearly we don't really see much of the town, but my implication is that they live in kind of like like, a small. Yeah. yeah, Like some small suburbia or something like that. Yeah. And so how they just, just found out about him, I thought was like, really, I don't buy that for a second, but they show up and they're like, get away from the kids. And they're like, remember your training. There's no time. Just start shooting. And I'm like, what? You are horrible cops. <laughs> I just thought, remember your training. It's like, like, I mean, yeah, you, you should like, uh, don't, what do you mean? Also, there's no time. There's like, no time. <laughs> I just thought that was, I thought there, I thought that was, it was more of just it's it's a very t- dark joke that I'm assuming is like you know connected to kind of like obviously the time. Yeah, I, I figured as well. It, it was just like it, what? Yeah, that joke kind of took me for left field, but I could not help but actually laugh out loud at at that joke and some of these other jokes. It was this movie is just so so damn funny. Um. Yeah, I feel like I'm trying to think. This is a pretty again, like I said, it's an hour and a half. Things it's, do move along pretty quick. Yeah, like the pacing um, of this movie is is pretty good. Like I enjoyed like how like, I thought it was a little introduced. Yeah, little too fast in the beginning. That was my only thing. I felt like it just got. I don't know. It just it seemed like okay. Wow, we're really. I feel like things were moving quick enough that yeah, everything flowed really well. Um. There was some character development. I think it overall, like, I don't think the pacing was, I think it just was a little too fast. Like, if there was a little bit more of those, like, I I think that's probably also because it is a comedy. Yeah. It's not really, we're not really, the characters are supposed to be kind of meh to kind of make room for the plot and Psycho Gorman himself. Um, But, yeah, it's, it's a, it is a fun it is a it is a fun movie to just to just like I could just totally see somebody discovering this on their own, being like, "What the hell? What the hell I, is this?" It, it is just yeah. Like for for anyone interested in watching this, that the way I found it is the only the only way I was able to find it is uh, renting it on Amazon Prime, and it was like four bucks or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I, I'm I'm actually kind of tempted to just buy a physical copy of this. And again, the only place I could <laughs> really find it was on Amazon. Because <laughs> this movie is... Yeah. It, it really is a gem. It, it's not the gem of Paraxis, but it's just... It's such a fun movie. And it's just kind of like... Th- this is like a fun indie movie that I, I haven't had this one much fun watching an indie movie since I watched Turbo Kid. Which was, I think, was is still on Netflix, and it was kind of like like that eighties um, synthesized kind of like vibes that uh, that uh, Kung Fury had, uh, but it was like set in like a post-apocalyptic world that everyone was just like riding around on like bikes, and Michael Ironside was in it. Um, it's just like this. It had a, a significantly higher budget, but um, it, it was just really funny how. They were able Who's to, like, Michael Ironside again? What? Who's Michael Ironside again? Um, he was the like I know the he, name, he was but... the he was the teacher in Starship Troopers. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I'm like I know we've we've had we've talked about that name. Okay, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. He, he the the ball teacher with the robo hand. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay, it's like Ratchak, Ratchak. Yeah. Something okay. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like I know that name. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Continue. Um. But yeah, I honestly like the the thing that genuinely impressed me about this movie was just all the uh, the practical effects in this movie. We we kind of touched about that uh, a little bit, but like like ninety to ninety five percent of like all the effects in this movie are like one hundred percent practical. Like all the suits, the 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 props that they use. Like the only thing that they really use for for like um like special effects that that aren't practical were like like green screen like backdrops or something is like to make him look like he's huge or for like this this person like getting condensed into like a cube but like some of the things of like oh yeah like this guy's like skin just melted off like that's practical that's that's they they had like this like jury rig system of like his innards like falling out or like this brain just like writhing about or like all of his generals just having like their own like unique thing and i i just really love the scene of like the general showing up because each one looks like something like straight up like out of like a power rangers episode as like the villain of the week like we got like the the like a bog witch we got like this star scream dark scream like sniving kind of conniving like weasley type character we got like a like a robot we got a brain in a jar like there were so many different things that the generals like provided i kind of wish that they were in a bit more like at least one of them like kind of became their friends and it's like oh sweet we got a we got mimi's gang going on like i felt like that would have been hilarious as like well she controls him and we follow him but he's following her so i guess she's calling the shots all right lead the way mimi we bend the knee to thee I think the only time, yeah, the practical effects, because practical effects most of the time looks better than CGI. Agreed. And I think in this movie, I think the only time I thought, okay, well, there was one where I'm like, if this was in any other movie, I would be like, that's, I think, it, I'm pretty sure it was CGI or it was incredible practical, but I'm pretty sure it was CGI. Uh, it was like there were these like, like talons or the little like thing that was like around the gem. And then they just like opened up. Oh yeah. Or they like it was really and I'm like, I think that I'm pretty sure that's CGI. Probably but that looked it looked it looked it was for this movie, for this like level and like budget of a movie, it was fine. Um obviously in like a Marvel movie it would look terrible. But like for <laughs> for the budget, it was totally fine. But I think the only time the practical effects did slightly bother me was um like when we're seeing like the council talk about psycho Gorman, they, some of them, their mouths are moving and some of them, their mouths are open because it's like a headpiece, but they're not. Yeah. Like, and they're talking, but not, they're not, their lips aren't moving. That was the only time that that actually kind of bothered me because it's like, well, this then it, you know, it's a costume. But yeah. Well, I, well I, it that, also seemed like, yeah. like half of them just didn't say anything. So I felt like oh, that yeah, was most like, of them didn't. I, I yeah. felt like that was okay. I think like like only like three of them talked. So it's like, okay, that's fine for you to not do anything. Just look there and look pretty. Just just 
I felt like that was like their like cantina scene of like showing off like a wide variety of like, <laughs> suits and costumes of of all of, like the the hive and scum and villainy that this movie has to offer. Yeah. Um, he doesn't like you. <laughs> I don't like you either. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it it was just this movie i feel like needs to have like like a sudden resurgence of like people seeing this movie because this movie like i generally would recommend this movie like this is a fun movie um i so before we get into like our uh like asking our asking the big question um i felt like for so for me we we have very different we over in general we have very different tastes there are like a couple that we both yes like do really love and we have a lot of fun doing on this show um but i think in terms of yeah there, you, there, there's a little bit of like overlap for like movies that we like yes yes but um in terms of i because i had suggested we do like a, a month where we talk about like I wouldn't want it to be just bad movies. I want it to be like ludicrous movies, uh, weird, weird yeah. things. And this obviously fits right in there. But I um, remember while I started watching it, and I think I, I like kind of knew already going into it, but you tend to love these kind of movies, these like hidden gems that are just purely made for the sake of fun. And I tend yeah. to love the... I tend to love the ones that are just like really it. The reason the movie is weird because it was so poorly made. Like they didn't know what they were doing. And to me, that obviously makes it, that's what makes it really funny. Um, and yeah. this was obviously, they knew exactly what they were doing. And so in terms of my taste, it wasn't what I would typically watch, but it is, I definitely, it is like kind of, yeah, I agree. It is kind of a hidden gem. That I feel like I can I can see it making a resurgence and getting I can totally see this movie getting like a fo- more of a following. Yeah, like one hundred percent. It's just I'm actually genuinely surprised, like how small of a like a net gross that this movie made. What was it again? It seems it, it was like ninety two thousand of like a budget of like one point five million. Oh my god, that that's. That's like a that's not great. <laughs> yeah, like this movie like lost so much money and it's just like how? This movie's like genuinely good. Yeah. Like I was actually surprised. I, I, I was like half expecting going into this thinking that this was gonna be like um uh Iron Sky's level of bad. Mm-hmm. Um which we might do uh yeah. iron skies is that the 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 movie of during world war ii the nazis retreated to the dark side of the moon and then they show up uh on on earth in america in modern day after not interacting with like anyone else outside of you know 1940s germany that sounds so stupid so, i want to watch it <laughs> Yeah. Oh, and it was also really funny because um, I think it was like made in like 2012, and the president in that movie is Sarah Palin, and her whole re-election <laughs> campaign is we're gonna go black to the moon because she's sending a black astronaut. Oh my god! Oh my! Oh. I'm not kidding. <laughs> this is 100% the movie, and then they made a sequel called The Coming Race, and the whole trailer has Hitler riding around on a dinosaur. <laughs> As one would, you know. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, um, why not? Oh my god, okay. Um uh so I we gotta ask, um Kevin, what did you find anything about this movie was this movie real to you? Was anything about it plausible? Um believable. Part of me kinda part of me kinda wishes that it was real, but then part of me realized like Wait, if something like as strong as Psycho Gorman is in the hands of an eight-year-old girl with no sense of empathy or morality, I kind of wish it wasn't real because yeah. that is terrifying. Yeah. That that is a ra- rampaging warlord, bloodthirsty god that enslaves and butchers like anyone and anyone and everyone he comes in contact with. Um, 
and is nigh unkillable. I'm I'm good. I'm I'm kind of glad this is this is fake, but um, the way that this movie projects it makes it seem as plausible as possible, uh, given the the circumstances of of the movie, like the rules that they've established in the movie. It it doesn't break its own rules, and I I generally like that they they follow its own continuity of oh he has the gem like she has the gem he has to do literally everything that that she says and you know he he does that like he doesn't even defend himself when his generals show up to to kick his ass and kill him um so yeah i i think that the way that the movie presents itself is as realistic as it can possibly be with as absurd of a plot that this movie is yeah i i kind of agree i think um on the one cent, on the one hand, I feel like this oddly enough. Let's if like all this was real. Oddly enough, I feel like this all could happen, and this is how it would play out. But on the other end of it, I feel like none of it is real. It's kind of like <laughs> I I think um, I I agree that everything that happened felt believable. I think the most unbelievable things to me were um, obviously the cops showing up and not having heard of like, Oh, the whatever kids, these kids are walking around with this weird monster guy. Like I thought there's no way they wouldn't have already known this. And really the fact that these parents are just letting their daughter get away with everything. Yeah. I, and, and especially like when they, when he turns Alistair into like a, brain thing like yeah the the big brain that nobody including alistair doesn't say can i get turned back like i thought other than luke i thought more people were going to turn on mimi and make her kind of show her the error of her ways and the only one that does that is luke because he's the only one that i mean she is out of everybody the like most abusive to him so yes it has to be him but i kind of thought more people were gonna like including at particularly alistair i thought would be like you're you're mean like why why you know why do i why do you think i would rather hang out with luke than with you like i yeah she she's so mentally and verbally and even at times physically abusive to luke that i'm I'm surprised it took him so long to reach a breaking point and it needed and he needed psycho gorman of all people to like tell him like dude she treats you like shit I could have killed you. She told me to, and she told me at the last second not to. You really want to follow her and like listen to what she says? She's an asshole, and I'm telling. And this I, is coming from me. Yeah, <laughs> I think it was either that scene or it was the scene when they're all in the woods just before the uh, like generals show up. That there was a point where I thought maybe he was gonna like leave and like ditch her or something, and he still doesn't. He still chases after her, and it's like. He either just really feels like he can't abandon his sister because they are siblings, or he does genuinely like hanging out with her, but obviously he reaches a breaking point. Like, because what that really it's that scene where Pandora shows up and she's like, "Uh, go, you go and you go and fight her. Be a be a hero. Stop being like a wimp." And I and he's like, "You know what? No, we're done." And I thought, I've anything. I'm like, "Why don't you say? Why don't you do it? Why do I have to do it?" Like, <laughs> I um. So really, it was it was the realistic stuff that I found a little implausible. Um, but for the most part, in like I agree, in the, the rules of the world made sense, and they did not break those rules. Yeah, so, it, it was just yeah. yeah. The interactions with the family were a little odd. Um, like it 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 wasn't like that absurd like there are parents that like completely like enable and spoil their children to the point where like they become like complete monsters yeah yeah just just the worst people imaginable like full-on like spoiled like karen's levels of entitlement (laughs) um and that's kind of what mimi's kind of going through um yeah sorry she she just thinks that she's god's gift to the world and there's even a point like at the end of the movie where she's like like praying like i'm using air quotes here she's like oh my god yeah jesus and just like uh it's like god like what should i do and she's all like 
you know, just kidding. I'm mainly just asking, like, which glasses to go with. It's like, you know what? I'm going with these ones. And you know what? There's a new god in town, and his name is Psycho Gorman. And then she just breaks the crucifix, like, over her knees. Like, what the hell is wrong with this kid? Yeah. Yeah, it, it, yeah it, it's... It's... And again, it's supposed to be funny by how tough she is. And it is. But, like I said, there's a fine line between being tough and being mean and i feel like yeah. i've seen this in so many things where yes this character is generally supposed to be mean but in this instance i feel like yeah i think she is intended to be mean so she can kind of learn from it but yeah but up until like the last like maybe 10 minutes of the movie she has zero redeeming qualities no. as a character or just a person in general throughout the no. entire movie and it, it's like why <laughs> you're being kind of an movie, asshole for no reason and in this kind of movie you would expect maybe she and psycho gorman both learn the error of their ways and she wants to protect him because she does genuinely like him and likes having him around and then he ultimately decides like okay i'm not gonna destroy the planet or whatever and yeah it's more of she kind of learns he obviously has somewhat of sort of respect for her but then just goes on and destroys like a town which is supposed to be the joke like she was protecting this yeah like the et except it's a vill. it is bad like we don't we yeah. don't want her for <laughs> we don't want her protecting she, she just unleashed the devil on the world basically and then she's kind of like walking away smile he's walking away and she's like smiling like look at the good job i did it's like um you just destroyed probably destroy the galaxy it's like you you're you're gonna be tried as like an accessory to like all of his war crimes <laughs> on earth you do realize that right you're, you're probably gonna go to jail for the rest of your life <laughs> but uh yeah. I, I feel like like that more or less covers the absurdity of psycho gorman do you got anything yeah. else to add no this is a very straight pretty straightforward uh it, yeah it, it's pretty cut and dry <laughs> Uh, yeah, so it's on Amazon. Um, it's kind of a weird hidden gem. If you're looking for something absurd and obscure and, and weird, this is definitely the movie. Uh, yeah, the- ch- check out the trailer first. It's it's on YouTube. It's it just Psycho Gorman trailer. It is... It's, it's hilarious. For short. Yeah, PG for short. Which, I can, which she keeps all the whole movie just like, Psycho Gorman, PG for short. And she keeps doing it. And I'm like, I know! I know, like, I get you're introducing him, but it, it happens so many times, and I'm like, we get it. His name is PG. Yeah, right. PG. Not yeah. like the rating of this movie. Oh, no. Um, yeah, no, this is a hard R. <laughs> Wait, there's, um, is it an R? There's, I mean, violence. There's not really, it's like, there, there's not, there's, there's one, I mean, they, say, they say fuck once, I think. Yeah, uh, according to IMDb, it is listed as not rated, but this is definitely an R. There's a lot of gore and blood. Like, let's just look at the, say, the zombie cop. I okay? would say, I would say hard PG 13, to be honest. I feel like it could have gone in a way, it could have gone a little, it could have been more graphic in some of this. Actually, I, uh, R PG, like, ha, like hard, hard PG 13, somewhere around there. I get why they can't rate it because this is not a straightforward rating. It's a weird movie. It it really is. It's a hodgepodge of so many different genres, and it it shows. Um. So yeah, I guess that that concludes Psycho Gorman for our first installment of Absurd April. Um, check us out on uh Spotify, Stitcher, uh, YouTube, uh, Facebook, uh, the Movie Real Podcast, um. Instagram Please leave a also. like. Yeah. Oh, we have an Instagram now. Oh, we've had one, I think, for a while. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know the social medias. <laughs> All right. Um. Yeah. Please uh leave a comment. I'll like, subscribe. Uh, just tell us what other weird hidden gem movies that uh you would want to uh hear us talk about. And uh, you know what? If you find us anywhere, you can leave a comment. Put down a comment on what your favorite scene from Psycho Gorman is. That's your homework for for this episode, folks. Um, In the meantime, I'm Kevin Tracy. I'm Samantha Tomlinson, and you've been listening to Movie Reel. Bye-bye.